Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com. Today on Watching Your Wealth, should you take a lump sum buyout or a pension? Plus, think twice before co-signing a student loan. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Coming up, why you should think twice before co-signing on your child's student loan. But first, Accenture Wealth Advisors Neil Krishnaswamy is here to tell us if we should take a lump sum buyout or a pension. Welcome, Neil. Uh, thank you for having me. Neil, it's our pleasure. So it's the time of year where some folks may be faced with either option. And first of all, we want to say that even though there's some rules of thumb, this is a highly personal decision, right? Oh, it absolutely is. Yeah, yeah. So it depends on your situation. So first, let's go through some of the pros and cons of each option. Give us some of the pros of taking that pension. Well, sure. First, it's a guaranteed income for life as long as the plan remains solvent. Right. And, yeah. and for most plans, there is government protection up to certain limits um, if the company does indeed become insolvent. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Indeed. Um, and it's also you might um, it's a way to protect your spouse potentially as well. Right. Um, because the income would continue for the surviving spouse if something were to happen. Yeah, yes, absolutely. I mean, uh, you can elect what's called a joint life payout instead of just a payout that's based on the life of the participant himself, for example. That's key. But you would have to take a lower payout to elect a joint payout. Indeed. Any other sort of big pros we should be thinking about when it comes to the pension? Well, sure. A pension may effectively address one of the key risks of retirement, and that's longevity risk. So in other words, it's a risk of living too long or beyond your life expectancy. So if you have good longevity in your family history, you probably would want to take a second look at the pension payout options available. Mm, Indeed. Okay. So that's something to consider. A a big con, I would think, against the the pension is that you don't leave anything to heirs, right? Because it either ends with you or it ends with your spouse. That is true. I mean, it's going to end. Uh, it's going to end at death or the death of your spouse if you did elect a joint payout. So that is important. So if that's an important consideration to you, leaving wealth to your to your heirs and leaving a legacy. Then that's certainly something you need to consider. Anything else we want to consider on sort of the, the con side about taking a, pe- a pension? Well, I, I think there may be two primary drawbacks. And first, you know, pension payments typically do not increase year to year to reflect higher cost of living. So that could be a huge concern. That's if payments one. are not adjusted upwards, then you are taking on inflation risk. So in other words, you risk losing purchasing power mm-hmm. over time. Mm-hmm. And that's a big risk. It certainly is. And, and the other thing you might consider is that payout ratios are near historic lows in today's interest rate environment. Mm. So, so when I say ratio, I guess you define that as the amount of your pension income divided by what would have been your lump sum equivalent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I so see. maybe an example might help there. So a 65-year-old retiring today may be offered a payout of around 6%, you know, expressed as a percentage. Mm-hmm. And that may sound nice in the low-yield world we live in. But even when measured against conservative investments with a lump sum alternative, it actually takes a significantly long time to break even. Hmm. A 65-year-old might have to reach age 90 or wait 25 years. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. So you definitely got to do the math. Let's jump to the lump sum option. When I think of that, I I think, hey, this could be a great option because I'm going to get my assets up front and then I can go ahead and invest in how I want to invest them. Well, absolutely. I mean, with the lump sum, you do have the flexibility and you have access to the assets. So if if you ever had the liquidity need, you have that with having the assets available. And, and, you know, if you invested well, say in a balanced risk portfolio of stocks and bonds, you potentially could generate a similar type of income you'd receive through a pension, but you would just be doing it through your own systematic withdrawal plan. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you didn't want the burden of managing your money, you could also hire an investment advisor. That's and true. then you have the potential to leave unused assets to your heirs as well. That's another nice benefit. You don't have to worry about the plan solvency or any other sort of company risks in, in that regard. It's sort of out of your mind. Uh, you have that money right then and there. Uh, in terms of the cons, uh, well, any other big pros to taking that lump sum we should think about? Well, perhaps just the flip side of what I may have mentioned with the uh, with the pension is that with the lump sum, you actually now have the ability to maintain the purchasing power mm. of your assets if you invested it properly. Mm-hmm. And and maybe a way to cons- you know think about that is that you think about the growth of dividends, say on the S and P five hundred companies, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, over the past twenty years, it maybe not the easiest time to invest. I mean, you had the tech bubble, you had the Great Recession of two thousand eight, two thousand nine. But really, during that same time period, the dividend on the S&P 500 actually doubled. It grew at a rate of around 3.6% per year, which was actually measurably higher than the rate of the actual cost of living would have grown through that same time. And so you remember with the pension, you're getting the same dollar amount every single year. Mm, All important considerations. And on the con of taking that lump sum, you know, you've got all this responsibility yourself. So you need to think about, are you ready to manage that lump sum or find someone to help you manage it? Absolutely. I mean, you're agreeing by taking the lump sum, at least implicitly, to take on that investment responsibility and market risk. So if you're the type of person who can't or won't ride out the inevitable market downturns, then you may be better off with the with the pension. It would be a better alternative than making the wrong investment you know, decision, a bad timing decision, or spending decision that actually results in depleting your portfolio. Excellent tips. So we've got about 20 seconds left. Any last tips on how we can consider the decision between taking that lump sum buyout or the pension? You know, it is really, you know, case specific. It is your personal situation, but really one of the real drawbacks to consider right now in taking the pension is the interest rate environment we're in. And, you know, so it's, uh, in our view, sometimes investing in the markets could be the most ideal way to build wealth. But, you know, you if you don't have the interest in investing or hiring an investment advisor, then the safer approach could be to take the pension. Gave us a lot to consider. Thanks so much for the tips, Neil. Oh, you're most welcome. Coming up, a word of caution before you co-sign a student loan. Stay with us. Hi, this is Kevin Sintemong. This is Beth Cracklauer. Check us out on the Off-Duty Podcast. We talk about food, cocktails, all of the finer things in life. Check us out at wsj.com slash podcast. And become a subscriber on iTunes. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. Now, back to the show. Think twice before you agree to co-sign your child's student loan. Sure, you may want to help them out with their pricey education, but know you'll be on the hook if your student defaults on their loan payments. That could ruin your credit if you don't pony up. Co-signing could also make it difficult for you to refinance your mortgage or take out a loan for, say, a new car. 
Not to mention footing the bill for their monthly loan payments could leave you short of retirement funds. And you can't get a loan for retirement. This has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of the Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcasts. Thanks for listening. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously.